I'm Tom Schultz, host of Voices of Montana. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today, brought to you by Blackfoot Communications. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, healthcare, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. FWP does so much in Montana. Holy cow, they're just all over the place. Recreation, um, you know, and, and, and preservation, conservation, education, just a, just a ton of stuff. Uh, right now, there's this new licensing season going on, and they have just been busy, busy, busy uh, getting ready for that. We're going to uh, just launch into it here. Chrissy Webb is with us, Communication and Education Program Manager, and Rob Sikora, uh, we, we, he's dubbed the, uh, so, so far right now, the licensing guru, but we may dub him something else before the uh, hour is through. Uh, good morning, you guys. How you doing? All right. How are you, Tom? Hanging in there. Rob? Yeah, doing good. Glad to be here. Glad to get a little uh, information out to the public to try to make uh, March a little easier for everybody. Christy, you're the communication and education program manager. Communicate. Educate us. What's going on? we got a couple of minutes, and then we'll have more on the other side of a break. But what's going on? Yeah, absolutely. Well, March 1st, for um, those of you out there who hunt and fish, everybody knows is a big time of year. That's when our new season begins. Um, So for our fishermen out there, that's when you will need to have your new fishing license. Um, And that's also the time when you can start purchasing, you know, your elk and deer tags for the upcoming big game season. Um, And it's also when you can start applying for those uh, special permits and drawings. So our offices around the state, you know, get pretty swamped this time of year. So we were just hoping to get some information out to the public to sort of uh, attempt to ease some of the craziness that usually happens around the state uh, during the whole month of March, really. Yeah, and that's been uh, ongoing for a while, uh, you know, in a number of years, Rob, where um, you guys have tried to uh, address um, and prepare for what is an ever-increasing, you know, I think, um, demand for the outdoors in Montana. Talk about how that licensing process then um, has changed over the years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, if we go back even probably like most things in 2020 with, you know, with COVID, we saw a 40% increase in license sales across the board. So, you know, we had all these people at home that were itching to get out. So, I mean, from then on, you know, it's it's just skyrocketed in our numbers. The last couple of years, 2021, 2022, um, we did dip a little bit, but still far above out. They dip compared to 2020, but we're still um, we're still selling a ton. Um, and then with the help of the internet, obviously, and our website, people are able to do that at home, which we can get into that, which kind of helps us here. But there's a number of options that we'll go over. Um, the number of people applying is higher than ever, so um, we are definitely busy and excited to help people um, get the licenses that that they want. Chrissy, how, how do you have a, an idea of those numbers? How many people actually uh, pick up a fishing license in Montana? Oh, you know, I would have to do some digging. Yeah, I, I bet. On that one, Tom. I'm sorry. Um, well, I guess it, it doesn't matter. The only one that matters is my brother uh, because he's a he's a fishing. He, he, if you're a licensing guru, Rob, he's a fishing guru. Uh, All right, good. Yeah. yeah, have him come talk to me. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He will. No, he won't. He won't. <laughs> you're, you're probably the last person he'll come talk to. Um, that's probably true. Yeah, I get that. Um, so, uh, big numbers, uh, Chrissy, just, just talk, we got like about 30 seconds here, but that's got to make the FWP feel real good that Montana, um, is in high demand. 
absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, all of us who live here, we really treasure the opportunities we have in the outdoors here, and specifically our fishing and hunting opportunities um, really are unlike anything else in the lower 48. So we are really, you know, happy to be here, happy to have these wonderful opportunities, and happy to share that with the public as well and get people out there doing what they love. We'll get a little more into it, too. Um, the the My FWP app, uh, I think we talked about it last time, too. That's something that uh, I think can really help people, but there's permits out there to be aware of changes in perhaps some some hunting regulations or districts, and the new licensing year is upon us. That kind of tells us spring is around the corner, too. That's not so bad. Chrissy Webb, Rob Sikora with us here on Voices. Back with more in a bit. Voices of Montana continues right after this. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, healthcare, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. I tell you what, uh, if FWP folks have been busy leading up to this new season, it's going to be a real, real super busy week, too, for our legislators. They've got this transmittal deadline upcoming, which means they got to get X amount of kind of work done so they can pass one bill um, from one house to the other house, so to speak. There are are bills out there or issues that aren't going to fall under this, what they call transmittal deadline, but um, that is this week. And so I was just listening to somebody talk this morning and they had like six hearings today they had they had to go yeah it's it's going to be busy um we'll have more on that tomorrow mike batista is going to join us he's from aarp montana and a guy a former corrections officer in montana um at the department level and and a long history um uh, as as a public servant and he'll join us to talk about some of those things that are on the plates of our legislators and how they're going to affect uh, seniors. That'll be tomorrow. So join us in the first part of the program for Mike Batista and AARP Montana. And uh, back with Chrissy Webb and Rob Sikora with uh, FWP. Chrissy is the communication and education program manager. And Rob Sikora is whatever kind of guru they need at the moment. And it happens to be the licensing guru today. Uh, thank you guys for being here. I certainly do appreciate it. Uh, let's... Um, and with, with all these changes, let's let's go into this big thing, I think. Uh, uh, and, Chrissy, you can talk about it uh, to start. And then, Rob, you probably had a hand. You both did. Uh, this My FWP app. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's I think that's getting next level when it comes to convenience for licensing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the, the app allows you to purchase these licenses and tags through the app and can take you um, to our online website as well to apply for some of those special permits. Um, so, you know, that's really a convenient option. You don't have to go anywhere. You can, you know, purchase these items from the convenience of your own home. Um, and then you also still have that option to do our paper tags or also the e-tags as well through that app. Um, and Rob can touch on that a little bit more if he has something to add. So I think I think one thing that's important when we talk about the app is, it, it's an option. It's an option for people. It's not the only option. Um, you know, obviously with, you know, younger generations and people that are, you know, that want to use the app, it's always going to be there for them. But one thing I want to, you know, make clear is the paper option, the the old school way of doing it is always going to be there. So we're not, it, it, it's not an app or bust for people. If they're not comfortable using the app, that's totally fine. You know, we still have people here. We can 
talk face-to-face. We can print you hard copy tags if that's the way that you want to do it. Um, you can still do that. But the app has been a, um, you know, started last year was the first year that we used it. Um, I think they got, uh, you know, a few of the wrinkles ironed out, but it's it's a very user-friendly app. Uh, like Chrissy said, um, if you want to keep all of your hunting, fishing licenses, everything in one spot, you can do it all and just have it on your phone um, so you don't have that paper. Um, it's, it's, it's very slick the way it is. Um, you can buy and apply. Um, so you can go to the app, hit that button, and it'll take you to our online licensing system. Um, but it's just been, I, I, it's, you know, it, it's a modern day thing, I think, for hunting and fishing. And I think a lot of people are really digging it. So we're excited to uh, continue to do that and, and help people kind of learn about the app for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think there's a, um, I mean, you got to keep moving forward when it comes to this this sort of convenience and, and uh, di- digital um, efficiency. Uh, so, and, and, you know, uh, apps not for everybody, but really they work pretty simply for folks who might be intimidated by it. But, uh, uh, Chrissy, what else, is, what else is hip? Okay, so the app is hip. Uh, wh- what else is hip going on there for the new licensing year? Well, you know, we did want to give people a heads up about what to expect if they do choose to not use that app and they want to come in to one of our FWP offices around the state um, to make these purchases and apply for these special permits and drawings. Like what permits? Um, so- what, what permits? I, I saw that the Smith River permit um, deadline already passed. Um, are there other deadlines out there? What kind of permits uh, uh, are we now applying for as of March 1st? Yeah, that's a great question. So a lot of them, um, you know, have deadlines beyond March 1st, so it's important to keep that in mind. Uh, March 1st is just like the first opportunity for people um, to start applying for a lot of these. So some important deadlines to keep in mind. Um, March 23rd is the deadline for the Upper Missouri River paddlefish permit. Um, So for our paddlefish, anglers out there, that's a really important date to keep in mind. Um, On April 1st, that will be the deadline to apply for non-resident combos um, and also for deer and elk permits. Um, May 1st is our deadline for moose, sheep, goat, and bison um, deadline. Uh, June 1st is the deadline for antelope, antelope B, and deer bee and elk bee um, applications. So a lot of dates to remember there for, um, you know, application deadlines. Um, So those are all special tags that you can't just purchase over the counter. Those are things you need to apply for, um, and then you may or may not, um, you know, get the chance to get one of those tags. Why have so many different dates? Why have so many different dates? Yeah, what's wrong with a, uh, a, a single deadline June 1st kind of thing? Sure, I'll take this one. Yeah. So, I mean, d- depending on species, different times of year, you know, our biologists are out in the helicopters and planes counting, um, you know, the numbers of the species. So that that has a lot to do with it. Like antelope, for example, they don't fly antelope surveys until July. Mm. Uh, or, uh, sorry, uh, you know, it c- kind of late, late summer. So it's they don't get an idea of what the number of applications they're going to put out until they do those flights. So, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a simple question. Why don't we do it all at once? And the short answer is it's not that easy. We have to – there are certain times our biologists have to get out and do these certain counts. So, um, 
we can we can reflect you know the numbers accurately. We don't want to oversubscribe a district or undersubscribe based on population. So that, that that's kind of the short answer. So our biologists get can it. get in there and 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 and, and we're, we're giving out the right amount of tags if that makes sense. Yep, I get it, Chrissy. How how is our wildlife? What's um you know as that information comes in, you guys make these kinds of analysis. Uh, uh, what's the overview? Well, you know, a lot of these surveys are just beginning. Um, you know, this sort of late winter, early summertime is when we are doing a lot of our flights for that. So we don't have a ton of information yet on those current numbers. Um, I know in Region 5 here where Rob and I are based, uh, wildlife will be really busy in the next few months, um, you know, doing those helicopter and plane surveys um, to get an estimate of our deer and elk um, and then later antelope in the area. So we don't have a ton of information um, quite yet on what they're seeing out there at the moment, but um, those, a lot of those surveys are, are happening soon. So Are we seeing um, more, more and more interest out of state? Yeah, so if we look, and I do have some, some kind of rough numbers on, on non-residents applying for. So, non, so as a resident, you know, we can come in and we can buy a general deer, a general elk license over the counter. Yeah. A non-resident, they have to apply for those tags. They can't just come in and buy those over the counter. And what Montana has, we've set aside 17,000 um, what we call big game combos uh, and elk combinations. They're called combinations because they come with the fishing license, upland bird, but it comes with those general tags. So if we look last year, for example, we had roughly 32,000 non-residents vying for those 17,000 tags. Wow. So that can kind of give you some numbers and kind of an idea of the um, the demand for those licenses um, with, with, with some hard numbers. Um, so, yeah, there, the, there's a lot of non-residents that, you know, want to come to Montana that want to have the opportunity to come here and, and get to see what we see on a daily basis. So there, uh, to answer your question, high demand from the non-residents. Absolutely. I, uh, don't know if you have any follow-up there, Chrissy. Um, I, I kind of, I know that there's a lot of people out there who um, are, they're, they're, they love to hunt and they're, they're listening to the show. Uh, they can't get to these meetings or they're not looking at the FWP website for when uh, these deadlines are or when these changes are. So that's why we're talking here today. My FWP app would, would work. Uh, but um, I lead in, I, I say that to lead into this. Um, a lot of people are, very, very much concerned about some of those changes in, in different districts and things like that. Uh, I just want to maybe give an overview of some changes that we maybe should be aware of. And then, you know, the process for people to get involved in, in, in helping to craft um, their, their art, so to speak. Yeah, no, it, it's a good thought. And, and the way it kind of works with season setting dates and districts and things like that, it runs on a, it's biannual, biannual. So we had a lot of changes last year. Um, so the ch- what we're seeing this year is going to be exactly the same as we saw last year. Okay. Which and there was some big changes last year. There, um, they redistricted, you know, some antelope and, and deer districts. They combined some. An example here in Region Five, we had um, there was two different districts that combined into one district. So it, they actually did simplify the regs a lot. Um, but because it was change, you know, it, it made it a little harder just because it's changed you know it's you you have to learn and you have to adapt and figure out what these new regulations are so this year is is the same as last year and one thing we always want to point out so we're statewide um, depending on where you are in montana 
the first best option is to call your regional office where, wherever you're located. Obviously, if you're on the west side of the state, you know, Missoula, Kalispell, whatever, if you're in our region, call Billings, and we're happy to help. And the other thing we do during the month of March is we have a call center set up. So it's a statewide call center because we do get a lot of these questions, you know, uh, millions of questions depending on what they want to know. So we have a call center set up. We have It's fully staffed all day, so anybody can call that. Um, get any questions they have answered, whether it's a regional question, a licensing question, a district boundary question, what, any question you could come up with, that call center we have during the month of March, actually um, into April as well, so we can help answer any of those questions that anybody has. Oh, I didn't know that. Chrissy, uh, uh, talk about um, you know, the, the manning that call center. So you, you obviously get a, a flood of calls, um, but it, it kind of you get all those questions answered in about 30, 40 days' time for the most part? Well, yeah, so we'll have, um, you know, at least one staff member from each of our regional offices um, around the state of Montana working that call center. Obviously, we, you know, can't direct all of our um, staffers to that call center because we have a number of people at each regional office as well. Uh, But we will have at least one staff member typically from the front office, working that call center um, from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday, obviously not on the weekends. Um, So, you know, we're trying to alleviate some of that wait time that people can experience if they just call the general licensing number in Helena. Um, But, you know, we we still get a super high volume of calls during this time. Um, So we just want to make sure the public is aware that there, there may be some some wait time if you, you know, make phone calls or if you do visit um, in person any FWP office around the state as well. Well, um, it's noted because 32,000 applications for 17,000 combination licenses. Um, I, I can see the necessity of that. What is that call center number? It is 406-444-2950. Okay, and that's just, is, yeah. And how long? No, go ahead. Sorry. How long you been doing that? You know, we started that call center. It actually started in 2020. Okay, um, yeah. With you know, during the COVID times, um, our a lot of our offices were you know closed down to the public, uh, and it was during the month of March that this happened, which you know we call March Madness. It's kind of our Super Bowl <laughs> of licensing. So, if we go back three years, um, people weren't able to come in. Um, so they they uh, started this call center. Um, it, because because people were not able to come in and it worked so well, they just continued doing it. Um, and, you know, one thing with that is, you know, if I'm on the call center, for example, and somebody calls and has a question about, you know, Kalispell or maybe something I'm not super familiar with, I might not know the answer, but I, but I know who does know the answer, and I can help track that down or I can, um, you know, get them to the right people. So, you know, we're pretty connected. You know, we have all of our regions, but uh, we're constantly communicating with other regions, and, and you know, we all help each other out. So it's... Uh, it's worked really well. Uh, it's worked really well. It, it is. It is busy. It, it can get a little overwhelming, but it's uh, um, good for the public, and, and that's yeah. exactly why we're there is to help them. Because, like you said earlier, there's who knows. There's what, it could be one of a million questions, and and obviously not one person can know all that. But together, uh, as an agency, we can definitely help find the answer for them. Well, that's good. I appreciate that. You guys got your hand in a lot of things uh, across the state, and there's a lot of people who. 
um, care very much and very deeply about it. So uh, thanks for the work on that. And I know uh, that the uh, entire government, especially under this administration, is working to be a little more user-friendly, so to speak, uh, customer-friendly, and, and I think this is a way to do that. Um, I'm out of time, you guys, but, uh, you know, this phone's open for you guys, too, when things are going on or maybe there's uh, um, just stuff that we got to get information out. Feel free, okay? Absolutely. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, that's Chrissy Webb, Communication and Education Program Manager, and Rob Sikora. Um, I, I uh, don't have anything else to dub him outside of a regular good guy who helps you get out there and recreate in Montana.